Warning. You will be Are you sick of everybody being so sensitive these days? No matter what you say, everyone gets offended. Then we've got the podcast for you. I'm Jerry. I'm Amanda. And we're the hosts of Warning You Will Be Offended. A podcast with no filter. If you're offended easily, this is not the podcast for you. We can't even talk about most of the topics on this promo. You won't want to miss Amanda's Fact of the Week. Ooh, can I tell them about torso porn? Absolutely not. Can I tell them what color whale poop is? No. So subscribe today to Warning You Will Be Offended. It's pink! Damn it! All right, let's let's go ahead and start. Okay. I heard something there. All right, listen for I live with Satan. Exactly. You might want to turn it up just a little out here on the floor. I live with Satan. Listen again. I live with Satan. How many in the audience heard that? All right. Now, now let's, let's get that vote on videotape here. How many actually heard that? I heard it. All right. All right. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the century of adversity. A study on the wise real 290 study on people. It's called Hemocide. Google it, folks. Hemocide. Google it, folks. The world's coming to an end. Everybody wants it. caffeine anymore as you know so it's like as you know i do not drink the caffeine i don't and so like uh, this isn't live right because no no because no, no. i was about back talk coffee i love i wish i could drink this uh-huh. i wish this would be tasty right this is a tasty burger this is a tasty <laughs> beverage that should that should be like the lead into this and shit <laughs> um i wish i could do that and like i did everything i could to like i, I took a shower i was like i gotta uh-huh. get my body like right right before we do this because I was about to listen to Limp Biscuit on my way over here. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be like in that jock mode of like, yeah, yeah fuck this shit. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to wake up. Yeah. Fuck that. Although that dude is whiny as hell, man. Like, yeah. If you go back and you listen to that, like, he's just fucking. She never texted me back. That's like fuck the pre- that. Pre- precursor to fucking uh, emo music and shit, dude. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. It's, like, exactly the same, like, the same shit that bothers Fred Dursch bothers, like, fucking... Dashboard confessionals and shit. <laughs> oh, dude, we can start recording this, because, like, yeah. I don't mind if you if you got this, but um, the other day, 
when I started my vacation, I decided to listen to Fall Out Boy. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, dude. So I was. Uh, I have moments like that too, where it's just like I'm gonna listen to Hanson or I'm gonna listen to Ace of Base, but this that's like a territory of like. So here's what happened. Like, literally. Dude. So I was driving out to like um, I was checking out some like houses. I'm I, I've been looking for a place, so I'm proud like, of you, man. Yeah. So I'm like looking. I went to go um see this house Albert in like City in the Hills. So I was like, man, there's like nothing going on out here. Just fucking like emptiness i love it like that's one of the things i'm, I'm looking for in particular like i either Quiet. want something right across the street from Raw bank like those places or i want nothingness i want to be able to like drive and like feel like i'm like separate from like bakersfield a little bit you know mm-hmm. and i want to be on the east side <laughs> so dude i would say like go look at a cul-de-sac bro yeah no i i definitely dude did you hear there was a fucking shooting right over here at um smart and final the like our smart and final yeah some dude was waiting in his car, right? And then when he saw somebody get out, so I guess the footage shows that he pulls into the, the parking lot, chills there for a while, then sees, like, somebody get out by themselves. So he's waiting for one person, you know, not two people or whatever. So he get, he walks up to them, shoots them, doesn't even rob them, and then gets back in his car and drives off. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they don't know if they was planning on robbing them and, like, chicken shit, like, last minute kind of thing. Like, somebody went out to see it, and he's like, oh, shit, I better dip. So they don't know exactly know. You know, it's 23 News didn't really, like, elaborate. Dude, we fucked up, bro. Like, we fucked up. We fucking jinxed Olivia LaVoice because she's, she's no leaving. Long, she's going to Seattle, goddammit. We fucked that up, dude. I apologize to the millions. And millions. Of Art and Jacob listeners. Like, But I guess if you're a, C- a person up in Seattle, Washington, you can now enjoy that. Well, she still owns a phone, so she can always call. <laughs> um, that That's still a, a thing that might still happen. This is this this is live. I don't know if this is um on Instagram it's live. Know. Okay, yeah, this yeah. will be a big deal then. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, what's up, Instagram? Let me tell you guys my. What's follow-up. up, Alex? What's up, Keith? What's up? What up? What's going on, Keith? So I was driving, and Keith might back me up. Keith has that little weird, like I don't know, feminine side to him. He might be into <laughs> Fallout Boy. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> so I'm driving right, and I'm like, man, it's like lonely as fuck out here. I better listen to some upbeat music. And for some reason, <laughs> the. Going down. No, not that song. I, I still hate that song. But the song that popped into my mind was uh, I don't know if you remember the song, but they have a song called Dance Dance. Yes. Dance Dance. Fuck you. Dance Dance. So I was like, I gotta listen to that right now. <laughs> so I decided to listen to to Dance Dance. And then they have another song. Basically, I listened to the, their best of or whatever. Okay. There were two songs on their best of that I thought were decent. Everything I was like, oh god, this is dumb. Um, but the other one is the. The Saint is Saint, it's a goddamn arms race. <laughs> that song was also very catchy. Everything else was pretty terrible, though. Oh, God. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to listen to Fall Out Boy. I, I didn't know if you were an ardent Nine Inch Nails <laughs> fan and, like, all this other cool shit that, like, we vibe with. Like, I'd be like, I got to cut this motherfucker out Every of my life, Every once in bro. a while, you just need something to separate yourself I from. I can attest to that. I can, la- I can fucking sit here and fucking by heart fucking sing every backstreet boys song too yeah. so i mean hey guilty as charged okay yeah, it was so just two songs i, I can't throw a stone in this yeah. glass house so. i'm trying to think i i don't know if ace of bass falls into this category no, dude everybody likes ace of bass ace of bass is so good yeah i pitched a 
Oh, we should probably get into this now. So, first of all, let's start off with the sponsors. Well, we got to go. Oh, you want me to hit that? Yeah. All right. So, everybody listening to the audio, Art's going to go on Facebook Live, which you can do every week when we record. We'll send you a little message, but make sure you like our Facebook page. Like our Instagram page, because I am currently live on Instagram as well. And then I am about to click the fucking YouTube, which is the most important, because that's one way we'll get paid. Have you been watching The Mandalorian? Boom. Yes. I've been watching Mandalorian. That shit's oh amazing. God, but yeah. no spoiler alerts. I don't want to talk about it, but check out my watch. It's the oh, most adorable thing. Yeah. That's going to sell a million toys. I need this. That just surpassed like the Porgs as the yeah. most adorable thing about Star oh Wars. Oh, my God. So for Looking. everybody now officially on all platforms, on the Facebook, on the Instagram, on the YouTubes. On the iTunes audio or whatever. On the grinder. Remember when Jesus got really upset that I said <laughs> that he had a grinder? <laughs> well, he does. He's like, oh, oh, oh how would you know? Because uh, Alex Jones doesn't have one. And that then was he, my Alex he like, Jones dusted voice. off his MAGA hat. He's like, yeah. Mexican MAGA hat. <laughs> Build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Anyways, welcome to episode 128 of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. I am Jacob Pixon, and to my left is my voluptuous, scrumptious uh, co-host. Yeah, sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Art. Hey, what's up? I'm Art. Welcome to the Art and Jacob to America podcast. Yes. So this week is a very, very interesting topic. When you hit me up with this topic, because honestly, I thought all we were going to do this week was just like kind of chop shop, you know, just talk shit back yeah. and forth, which I'm all for. Yeah, we could always hit you guys up with that. Yeah, we sometimes we need a week off, but Art hit me up with this topic like, hey, let's talk about fucking back, back mask songs. And I was like, oh my God, that is a fucking perfect topic. Because um, as Keith and I alluded to, we were forced to watch these videos, these Christian videos, um, and that's on a tape called Hell's Bells, the yeah. dangers, the dangers of rock and roll. It's it's funny because the other day, uh, spoiler alert, Jacob's having a baby. I already said that, right? Yeah. Uh, Jacob also had a baby shower, and uh, your mom was there, and uh, <laughs> Pastor Pam. Baby. Yeah. So Keith was like, "Oh, um, Jacob's mom wants to meet you." She's and I'm. I don't remember. Have I met your mom before this? This is the first time I actually had a conversation with your mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was pretty awkward. Mind you, was, like me and Art have known each other for like seventeen years. Your mom, uh, you know, in that moment where like you two people don't really have a lot to talk about. Yeah. So she started talking to me about my glasses, which was adorable. <laughs> She's like, "Those are from like the 1950s," and I'm like, "Well, I mean, they were made like <laughs> 2018." <laughs> yeah, but, but but yes, they are very 50s looking. But anyways, um. We did talk about Hell's Bells, and I'm really? glad you bring that up. Yeah, because Keith was like, we've talked about Hell's Bells in the podcast. Actually, Keith has a very deep voice. That's not a good Keith. Uh, I am Oh, uh, we so talked it's... about uh, Hell's Bells <laughs> and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> deep, and he flexed like, yeah. for no reason. Yeah, he's he has perfect radio voice. But um, yeah, I mean, we talked about that, which is ironic that we're doing this topic now because it's perfect segue. Yes. And um, on that video, there was a se- there's like multiple segments. It's basically like Christian. I don't want to call it brainwashing because I look back on some of the YouTube videos that were on there, and I was like, well, they make a good argument. You know, when you don't agree with somebody, but like they make a good argument with it, where it's just like, well, I respect your opinion, but I think you're wrong. Like I was mm-hmm. watching those, and you know, it's just basically trying to like wean kids away from listening to Motley Crue, not listening to George Michael, not listening to uh, Prince. Or uh, Michael Jackson or Madonna, or then it gets you know a little bit like more obviously like you know satanic like Slayer and uh, Mayhem and stuff See, like that. I feel like those are like very obvious. Like metal, the metal community obviously adds stuff like that. I remember when I was younger, 
there's a Pantera song called, um, I don't know. Basically, the dude's like pretending to be a vampire in the song. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's on the uh, Dracula 2000 soundtrack. Oh, it's like Enjoy the Light or something yeah, like that. that song. Yeah, that's yeah. song. And there's like a big portion where a lot of it is like. Yeah, so like, super intentional. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I'm not going to go ahead and reverse that. Like, obviously, you want to be creepy and like add a like hidden backwards and vampire I think, message. And I think, too, like, like with Slayer and whatnot, they have a song on Hell Awaits, um, I believe it is the song, actually, Hell Awaits, where it's, it starts off with, and then, like, when you, like, reverse it, put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it, um, <laughs> <laughs> you actually hear it says, join us, join us, join us. And then when you read, like, the uh, the the interviews that came out after that, like Tom Araya, who's actually like a fucking straight up like hardcore like Catholic or whatever. Yeah. He's like, we just did that to kind of like troll, if you will. Like, you know, like what was going on at that time, which was like the satanic panic and, you know, the PMRC at that time. I remember when um, Korn did the uh, See You on the Other Side album. Oh, yeah, there was some of that on there too. Um, yeah, and remember they were, they had been quoted as saying that they, this this album was going to be like their version of like the white album mm-hmm. and so whenever people heard like the backwards back man and it isn't <laughs> i don't think it's their best album it's a good album though you know what i will say that they were putting out some bullshit before they put that album out and that was actually a pretty good album. yeah that's a pretty good album they, it was the first or the second album i want to say without um without head. head yeah it's the first without head yeah yeah okay yeah that's actually yeah. a really good it's album. their first good album since issues though for me in my opinion i'm I, not I a, i'm not that. an untouchables fan i agree with you on that but um but yeah, there was definitely some, especially in that song "Twisted Transistor." There's mm-hmm. a part where he says like, which Jonathan Davis always does a little bit of scatting, mm-hmm. and you know that's something I do want to talk about later on because I do think that sometimes you hear bullshit and you're like, that kind of sounds like you said something. <laughs> yeah, like um, you know that song "Kill You." Corn has a yeah, song yeah, called yeah. "Kill You," and there's a part where he's just like. Motherfucker, I'm down to put a knife up your ass. Like he's basically going, apparently, so that used to be just a scat part. And then um, Monkey was like, hey, maybe you should add lyrics to this. And then he added those lyrics because those are what sounded like what he was saying. Yeah. But I think, you know, the human ear tries to make sense of randomness a lot. So and we'll get into yeah. that because there's actually a scientific word for that. Oh, maybe. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So um, to continue on with a little Hell's Bells uh, introduction or whatever. Uh, there's little segments like the dangers of rock and roll, you know, why, you know, you know, they go over like all the 10 commandments, you know, like gluttony, fucking excess. And this video came out in the eighties, which was the decade of excess. So it kind of made sense. Like when Mm -hmm. you have Madonna, like, you know, going out there, you know, promoting sexual promiscuity or whatever. I can see that if you're a hardcore, you know, conservative, but the part about the back, back masking thing, that's where like my, my little eight year old bullshit meter went up and I was like, Hmm. I don't know about this one. This is like you said, like, I think you're just hearing what you want to hear. Yeah. And there's two different um, types of backmasking, which we'll get into. But the kind that, you know, a lot of like conservative Christians or whatever go through or, you know, go about about. It's kind of it's 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 them looking for the devil and then finding it, you know, like like Marilyn Manson has a famous quote, like, well, I never meant that for this certain song to be about, you know, devil worship or whatever. But if that's what's in your mind, then I guess that's how you translate it secretly, you know. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, you know, Marilyn Manson was like talking about like his friend in high school or something like that. But like, you know, the the conservative right, like believes, you know, he's talking about worshiping Satan and whatnot. So we'll get into some of those. But 
a real quick history on backmasking. Um, Thomas Edison, he's the one that invented the turntable as we know it. Uh, it was called a phonograph. And he was he probably a, stole it though. Yeah, he probably stole it from like Tesla or fucking <laughs> yeah. somebody like that or some actual genius or whatever. That's a that that should be a topic right yeah, there. Yeah, Thomas Edison, the Th- world's most famous thief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we already got a title for it. Yeah. Episode 129. <laughs> but anyways, he invented the phonograph and he was quoted as saying that hey you know when you play records or you know sounds they actually come out with like a pretty sweet you know sound that comes out of it and you know anybody that's taken like a music theory class you know knows that or music is basically mathematics you know Mm -hmm. every there's seven notes and it's just a series of people just arranging it different ways and with math you know some things are going to turn out differently if you reverse it and it's a whole new thing and, you know, one of the biggest examples of that would be, like, Missy Elliott's, like, work it, you know. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. And then when you actually reverse it, it's just, like, that germ brick it Yeah. It sounds appealing the way she's doing it, but, like, it's the same forwards and backwards. Um, another great example is um, Stanley Kubrick with um, The Shining. Um, mm. There's a lot of instances where he was really obsessed with this, like, backmasking. Or not, I shouldn't say backmasking, but things that... Um, sounded the same going forward as they did backwards. So a lot of like the soundtracks um, that are behind some of the scenes, um, like it's the same going forward as it is reversed, like intentionally. Like he spent like weeks researching songs to put on, um, you know, certain scenes like the maze, like the maze, like when you look at the maze, uh, the same way you exit out is like the same pattern it would be entering it and then flipping it and it'd be the same as well. Yeah. So well, anyway, he, he loved the concept of mirrors in that movie. So. Oh yeah. And it's all over that movie. But anyways, um, that was pretty much in like the seventh or late 1800s where this happened. Um, 1877. And, uh, later on in the early 1900s, Aleister Crowley are everybody's favorite Satanist. Um, wrote a book called Magic, Book 4, where he says, one must train himself to think backwards by external means. And that, he later on was quoted as saying, listen to phonograph records in reverse. So that plays a, a role in it later. But this concept wouldn't play, you know, further until the Beatles started experimenting with, you know, wrote the album Revolver in 1966. Mm-hmm. And... Previous to this, I guess you could and, say, and there are Aleister Crowley fans themselves. I mean, yeah. um, Sergeant Pepper has Aleister Crowley on the cover. Yeah, which is crazy. Like you see, like all these like iconic people, like Humphrey Bogart, Marilyn Monroe, fucking you know the Beatles when they first came out and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then you just see like that whole transition of the Beatles, like you know exploring you know uh, artistry, basically artistry. Because before 1966, the Beatles were pretty much like. Just Justin Bieber, if you mm-hmm. will, even had the same fucking haircut. Yeah, and um, I believe it was after a conversation that John Lennon had with uh, Bob Dylan, where you know both Paul McCartney and John Lennon were like huge fans of. He was like, "Hey, like they finally meet like one of their heroes. Like, what do you think of our music? You know." And at this time, like they're bigger than Jesus, to mm-hmm. quote. And Bob Dylan was just like, "I guess it's all right, but like, what's the meaning of this song? I just want to hold your hand. Like, you guys can probably do better than that." And that was like the turning point where they're like, well, fuck, we got to push ourselves. Do you like Bob Dylan? I'll just I res- straight up say I don't. <laughs> I respect him because, I mean, he is like an artist. Like when you, you hear people talk about him, like um, Edward Norton, he was on a podcast recently and he was talking about that. And he was like, hey, man, he's basic. his whole attitude towards things was punk rock. So 
when you hear people talk about him, like I don't personally like his music, but I can respect what he did. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I not a fan. Just not a fan <laughs> of his music. It's it's cool. Like I see I see a lot of his like stuff still influencing things today. Like like I listen to a, a band like Bright Eyes or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it's still there, but. It's kind of like Elvis. Like I don't think either one of us are big Elvis fans, but uh-huh. like when you hear somebody talk about, you know, certain things that you know he sang about or he <laughs> sang yeah. through other writers or whatever, like I, I get it, I can respect it, but it doesn't mean I like it. I mean, you yeah. talked about earlier how you were like, well, that that's different. See, I do think that he's, I do think that uh, Elvis is like a total fraud. Like I, I don't respect. And I don't even respect what he did at all. Mm-hmm. That's straight up like thievery. But you know this is uh, uh, who we're we talking about? <laughs> Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Sorry, I think yeah, Bob Dylan. I mean, it's still talent. I still hear that. I still mm-hmm. hear like the influences and like you know he's 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 definitely a great musician, just not my cup of tea. Yeah. So, anyways, he influenced the Beatles, who in <laughs> turn influenced everybody else. But the Beatles kind of kicked this shit off, like yeah. with 1966 Revolver album, where they're exper- experimenting with sounds, I believe. On this album, you know, they had, like, sitars and whatnot. And then it, like, really kicked off, like, afterwards, like, would you say, like, with Sgt. Pepper and then, like, the White Album and then so on. And I have a couple of tracks, and hopefully I won't get an Outback Steakhouse message. Oh, Should have <laughs> had them set up, man. Yeah. No, I do have them set up. Oh. It's just the way YouTube does things now. And speaking of YouTube, while I'm uh, pulling all of this up, make sure you follow us on YouTube. Because we need a thousand followers so we can start making money off of that shit. All right, here we go. What Jacob does is just want to give a shout out to uh, podbelly.com. <laughs> I was just listening to uh, We're Not Sure Yet. I was taking a shower and I was like, man, they're funny. <laughs> Talking about getting stocked at the gym and shit. All right. I'll go for it, Jacob. Cool. So the first one I got here is I'm So Tired. And this is like one of the um, the first songs that um, kicked off one of the biggest music conspiracies of all time, which we'll talk about next week. So that's forward. So basically, what do you hear there before, like, I tell you, everybody, what you're what <laughs> supposedly is in there? I, the only thing I actually hear is something, something, governor. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't really hear anything. Okay, so I'll play it again, and I'll, I will read along with you. <laughs> so basically, right there, it's supposed to say, Paul is dead, man. Miss him, miss him, miss him. So let me play it one more time. Forward. I guess I can kind of hear that. The ball is dead. Miss him, miss him, miss him. Okay. Now the next one I have is... Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. This sounds like a number, number station. Nine, number nine. 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 Number
So what are you hearing right now? Uh, just complete gibberish. <laughs> Re- Revolution number nine has always been really interesting to me. What does it say? I never, okay. never knew anything about this one. So supposedly it's saying, turn me on, dead man. Turn me on, dead man. Turn me on, dead man. Hmm. So let's hear that one more time. Let's see if that's what you hear. Number nine. Number nine. Yeah, I guess I can kind of hear it. I mm-hmm. once you told me like what it what I'm supposed to be listening for, but. It's still like complete gibberish. gibberish. (laughs) All right, and then one more example with the Beatles, and then we'll move on. And by the way, I got like the ones where they actually played it on a turntable because I just love that sound. Yeah. And this is actually how they discovered it. And this is basically the outro to Sgt. Pepper. Please don't demonetize this YouTube. So that's forward. Never Lucy any other way, whatever they're saying. Okay. Okay, I don't know what that says, but that actually does sound like words back. Backwards. That backwards. So what are you hearing? Play it a little more. Do you got any more of that? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I can't make it out. But, but it sounds like something? Yeah, it sounds like something on that one. So it apparently, per um, 1960s sleuths that were <laughs> playing oh. the records backward, it's saying, when will Paul be back as Superman? Oh, I wasn't hearing that at all. <laughs> all right, that is not... Let me see if you hear it now, when, once I said that to you. I, okay, so I don't hear that, but I do hear something like, like, aren't you glad he's super dead or something like that? Like something... Which could be something I feel well. like it's saying something like, Aren't you glad he's super dead? Aren't you glad? That's almost like what it sounds mm-hmm. like it, I'm hearing. Which, and then like I was looking up that song as well, like a different interpretations of it because I didn't want to just go off of one interpretation of it. And it all kind of like varies on that, but it all like concerns with Paul being dead. Uh-huh. Now we'll cover the Paul is dead probably next week. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, tongue in cheek uh-huh. um, in more depth. But there was a lots of examples of this. Like once uh, in 1969, I guess somebody called in to a Michigan radio station and they were talking about how, oh, like the Beatles were hiding messages that Paul had really died. Yeah. And then, you know, it just set off a fervor. The Beatles were the biggest band, you know, and they were getting ready to break up. And just, you know, everybody was, you know, just turning their turntables around and de- deciphering, you know, different things like this. Now there's about... 
20 different songs that mm-hmm. people are like interpreting let you know hey you know there's something there but this kind of kicked off the whole like backmasking um frenzy if you will mm-hmm. and also too like in 1969 um you know they got the counterculture going you know this is um the same time as you know uh charles manson uh it's the exact same time that anton lavey buys that hotel which we'll play mm-hmm. <laughs> play on you know later on in this show um that black house you know in san francisco and he starts the actual church of satan mm-hmm. um and it, it kind of creates a fervor within you know the religious right you know this is like the precursor of you know hell's bells basically you yeah. know that 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 fervor of that and what you're seeing though in america and then i guess you know in britain as well is that you know a lot of children are having this counterculture attitude that's not jiving with the old, you know, the old uh, way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And y- y- we see it now in modern politics, you know, like we had eight years of, you know, progressive liberalism. And now like we're, you got the backlash of it with, you know, like super like overcorrection with, you know, conservatives, you know, with the yeah, Trump yeah. administration and whatnot. So th- this, this was the, the ba- the backlash of you know the counterculture was like all right we're gonna listen to all these records and we're gonna find hidden messages and all this stuff because yeah, you know yeah. hey you got the church of satan you got charles manson killing the motherfuckers and whatnot so it from the 1970s through the 80s you know you're getting a lot of uh televangelists on tv as well and their whole mission i always tell people that uh, uh, a priest's mission is to quote unquote save as many people's life as possible as well as bring as much income into the church as well because basically they're a salesperson they're selling you on you know donating money to the church because that's the only way the lights stay on that's the only way the priest even gets paid is it by people that are tithing and whatnot yeah so you got to create some kind of fervor um Mm -hmm. in this and then for a televangelist he's got to pay for tv time he's got to pay for cameras you know he's got to you got to do all sorts of shit because there's quote unquote supposed to be a nonprofit organization. Yeah. So you got to create some kind of fervor um, in the community. And so also too, in 1973, one of the biggest blockbusters, I think after Jaws, the exorcist was one of the biggest um, blockbusters of the time. Like before that, you didn't have a summer blockbuster Jaws and the exorcist, you know, kick that off. Um, But they say as well, you know, another big thing with the whole Paul is dead um, conspiracy is that when people saw The Exorcist, they took that movie as fact. Like that, like I, I believe the graveyard shift, they touched on that as well, where they were talking mm-hmm. about how, like, you know, a lot of stuff in The Exorcist, a lot of it was true, you know, from the actual case of it, but a lot of it was just Hollywood. And then one instance of that was, you know, I guess um, it's been many years since I've seen The Exorcist, but uh, one of the instances was when. Um, I guess they find a tape of Reagan talking backwards and then like I guess she says something satanic like when you play it forward. I guess before that you never really saw an instance of that like in an actual exorcism, an actual documented exorcism by the actual um, Catholic Church. And let's face it, like pretty much any time you can rewind anything. Mm-hmm. You can write rewind gospel music, but it sounds terrifying. <laughs> like it sounds demonic. Like you know who did that too? Who did that? Prince. Oh, did he? Yeah, you listen to Darling Nikki. Uh huh. And there's like you hear that like, and then even in the movie as well, like when he takes uh, <laughs> what's her name to his bedroom to, to bone her or whatever, <laughs> he plays her some of his music, and it sounds like a girl that like, getting fucked or whatever, and she's like, oh, I bet she had a good time. And Prince was like, no, actually, I recorded her crying. 
So her crying forward actually sounded like somebody like orgasming <laughs> backwards. Pretty, pretty clever. So yeah, you're absolutely right with that. What else you got? So <laughs> once this started happening, you know, again, they start like the religious right started finding, you know, problems in other music as well. So yeah. um, another popular one, probably the most popular one. Let me pull it up here. Let's just all pray for no Outback Steakhouse commercials during this. And by the way, I organized this list like when I was at um, at work. So, <laughs> StubHub gift card. All oh, right, on. Seriously. <laughs> So what are so, you hearing? I didn't hear anything, but I did hear that one phrase that's like, Satan. Yeah. That's all I heard. Okay. That's because you were primed to hear that. Now, before I, I move forward with what it actually says, so I actually like wrote this down. Um, the tendency to perceive a pattern of familiarity or a false positive um, can either be found in a sound image or pattern. It's called pareidolia. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, like people when they see like the man on the moon or you see images in clouds or, you know, you back mask or you replay a song backwards and you're mm-hmm. hearing something. Now, these first four examples, like I sat here and asked Art, what are you hearing? And for the most part, you're just like, hey, I'm hearing gibberish. I'm hearing nothing. Or, oh, you know, that sounds like something, but I'm not quite sure. But the second part of it is called priming. Like once I tell you what you're supposed to hear, your brain is now figuring out like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to hear. And then that's what you'll um, actually interpret through your mind. Because your mind, the human brain is supposed to pick up like actual concrete things, like actual words and whatnot. We're not constructed to hear abstract yeah, yeah and whatnot, makes sense. So, right? um, it's kind of like those pictures that w- you see like, okay, is this dress blue or black or whatever? And you yeah. don't see the actual other color until someone primes you to say, oh, no, it's actually a blue dress or a black dress, whatever it really uh-huh. is. Or like that famous picture of the Van Shoe, like where some people see black and green and some people see white and pink. But you don't see the other color until someone primes you and says, no, this is the actual color. So I'm going to play it one more time and tell me if you this is what you hear. Here's to my sweet Satan. The one whose little path would make me sad, whose power is Satan. Yeah, I got none of that. I did hear that Satan, though. 
he'll give those with him 666. Yeah, I don't hear any of that. There was a tool shed that made us sad. Oh, sweet Satan. Right there is where I hear the Satan part. But I don't hear any of the other stuff. So, two things real quick before I move on. Mm-hmm. I remember in the 90s, there was a little tool called a yak back, right? Oh, yeah. Or if the movie Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, where he yeah, has yeah. like that talk boy or whatever. Yeah. There, I had like a cheap version of that, like a 99 cent store knockoff version of that. Yeah. Where if you talked into it, like y- it was able to reverse what you said. And it actually came with like a list of words. Like if you say power backwards, it'll say something else. And then it'll give you like a series of words you can say where you say something in it like, hey, the color blue is cool. Uh-huh. And then when you reverse it, it says, I love doggies or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, just yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, something like that, right? And th- th- this is actual like like phenomena of the English language, actually of most Latin-based languages. Like you look anywhere, like there's examples like in Spanish, there's examples in, you know, French and, you know, anything that's Latin-based, right? Just because it's the way the phonetics of it con- conjure. Now, it's funny, like when I was talking to you about the priming thing, I would, there's a probably how I will, the sample that I will use to like, you know, put on the audio of this, of the podcast is like the TV, um, the TV network, TBN, the Trinity Broadcasting Network, the actual guy that was showing like the televangelist, like on one of their segments, like he was priming everybody. He goes, all right, so this is what it's saying backwards. You know, my sweet Satan, he's going to take me toolish tool shed and make me sad, my sweet Satan and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then like they would play it and they just show like all these people like just like flabbergasted. But they actually tested that beforehand in the audience where they play, where he played it backwards and like nobody knew what the fuck was was being said. So it yeah. wasn't crystal clear until that that guy that made the appearance on that, you know, Christian TV show actually primed him for like, oh, this is what you're gonna hear. Like my sweet Satan, he'll give you six six six. And then you just see everybody just like, Oh my god. Like, you know, yeah, just yeah. like totally flabbergasted. Yeah, I, I gotta admit, most of these sound like gibberish. And that one I, you can hear a little bit of like Satan, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Like everything else is just gibberish. I'm pretty sure someone heard that. And they're like, let me try to add a bunch of other words to this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, like you were saying with that talk boy, like eventually, if, you know, some words are going to sound like other words backwards. So, mm-hmm. And the thing, the thing with that, though, is it's just like it's just it's creating fear and, you know, presenting a, a convincing battle plan against like, hey, if you do not want your kids to listen to the doors, if you don't want your kids listening to Led Zeppelin or Motley Crue or Metallica or Slayer or whatever, you can be like, oh, no, they're prime. You know, there's secret satanic messages in there because it's going to make you want to, you know, be very sexually uh, promiscuous or serve mm-hmm. the, the will of Satan. And that that's what this whole thing was during the 70s and 80s, as we'll go on, though, like with like, you know, examples like from the 90s and early 2000s. The message kind of changes a little bit. Um there's one more I want to show you. From Led Zeppelin? No, it's uh, actually the Eagles. Oh, yeah, this is the most famous one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these get taken down, too, so hopefully it'll play. 
So I'm pretty sure you're going to refer to Hotel California. Yeah. And so Hotel California also, I don't know if you got this in your notes, but also in the artwork inside like the uh, the liner notes, there's like a picture of them and it looks like they're kind of at a party. Oh, yeah, yeah, like in the lobby of a hotel. Yeah. And in the background, there's like one like character that's like looks like a fucking like demon in the background. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? No, I've never seen oh, that. Oh, keep looking. I'll show it to you right now. It's okay. It's it's pretty trippy because um, even the whole song though, people are thinking like it's a metaphor for hell or whatnot. Dude, but. so my friend TJ, who's a big Eagles fan, I don't know if mm. you ever met TJ, but um, shout out TJ. Shout out TJ. Um, no, you never met him. I went to high school with him. Um, he's a great guitar player. Um. But he always told me that it was about an insane asylum. So yeah, I've heard that theory too. So I'd never heard any other until like people were like, "You play it backwards." But that demon in the background. Let me see if I can find it. It's interesting as hell. Yeah. So there's like a million different theories what the song is actually talking about, and they actually nailed down one of the um, the singers from the group, and he was just talking about like, no, like it's just talking about like the excess of you know the '70s and um, you know the music industry basically. You know, like it's basically like them talking about their experiences dealing with fame and whatnot. Uh-huh. I, I could see that, especially, you know, a lot of people point out that you can kill the beast or whatever, you know, yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of it, I think it's like, you know, there's a lot of self struggle and I could see how you would, you know, interpret, you would interpret it as like the beast that you're trying to conquer mm-hmm. and your own personal struggles. And we all suffer through personal struggles, which makes more sense than them trying to hide like a message about going to the church of Satan. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, while you're looking for that, let me go ahead and play the backwards version of it because the Eagles do not So basically what that's saying is uh, Satan hears this, he had me believe, and then some interpret as Satan has made his own church which is talking about, you know, Anton LaVey's uh, Church of Satan that was created in San Francisco. Because the big theory here is, is that, you know, rock the rock industry and the music industry was collaborating with Anton LaVey to recruit people to the Church of Satan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyways, you got... I, I, oh, do you want to see the picture? Yeah, go ahead. So obviously this is that picture that we were both referring to, right? You want to show the... Show Alejandra? Sure. <laughs> Take a look there. All right, so... It just it looks like a bunch of people. It looks like they're at a party, and someone says, "Hey, let's take a picture." That's mm-hmm. essentially what it looks like. But what I'm going to point out to Jacob here is that there is a pretty famous. Let's see if I can. So in the corner of the party scene, there is. Oh, somebody highlighted it here for us. God bless them. So that's the party. Let me scoot this this way. And in the corner, you can see that there's somebody over there kind of like hunched over and you can just see their face and i think that over here they highlight it so it's a pretty like creepy looking person back there definitely dude, that a, just that just looks like chong from teach and chong dude it, it's definitely a person but some people think it's like the devil some like, people think it's like the devil yeah do you but, know what it but, probably but is but i will say this anytime you see someone and it's just like the shadowy silhouette of them it's gonna look creepy oh yeah and not only that, like it's a professional photo shoot. So you're going to have like people in lighting. You're going to have people like in catering or whatever. And yeah. it's the fucking Eagles like at their peak. Like you're going to fucking like have like people that can sneak on set to look at shit. Like, yeah. And I don't think I don't think of the Eagles as like a demonic band to begin with. <laughs> That's what's crazy to begin with too. Like Led Zeppelin, I can see because Jimi Hendrix or Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page, like uh-huh. he was big on, again, 
Aleister Crowley, you know, yeah. he bought his fucking house on Loch Ness and whatnot, and he would like practice practice magic and whatnot. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see it, but at the same time, I'm like, with the Eagles, just like most of the time, like most What's of their song, other biggest hit, take it easy, take it easy, take it easy, life on the fast lane. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like to me, like that doesn't scream like shit. If anything, like I, that's what I want my kid listening to. I don't yeah. gotta worry about them. You know, that's the Fallout Boy of yeah <laughs> of the sixties, seventies. Didn't the fucking uh, Big Lebowski? Didn't he hate fucking uh, the Eagles or some shit? I don't remember, dude. Yeah, it's been like thirty years since I've seen that Big Lebowski movie. Really? It was like high school. I don't know. It's uh, been okay. a while. Anyways, just to to close out the classic examples, um, here's another one from another classic band, which to me, out of all of the examples, this is like probably the most blatant one. Oh, let's check it out. (laughs) Another ad. So what are you hearing, Art? So, you know, this one's one I've already heard before where he's mm-hmm. saying, like, it's fun to smoke marijuana. Yeah, yeah. So apparently that's what Freddie Mercury is saying yeah. <laughs> backwards and whatnot. But every know. single artist, though, like, they've contested this. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, why would we put that in there? Like, even Led Zeppelin, you know, Robert Plant was like, I wrote fucking Stairway to Heaven as, like, an homage to my mother. Like, why would I fucking, uh, you know, insert a message to Satan in there or whatever? And, like, everyone's just like, it's like laughable or whatnot. Yeah. And so another thing that I want to point out too is there's a YouTube uh, person who did um, the same topic and he actually went a step further where he put all these tracks into audacity and audacity is pretty much what we record this podcast into. And there's like all sorts of like cool little, you know, technological features where you can speed up a track, you can reverse it, you can slow mo it, you can do all sorts of crazy shit with it. Right. And so he like reverses every track and then he puts it into Siri, who will, you know, interpret what has been said. And it's Siri does the same thing where it's just like they it, it doesn't hear anything. Like even the parts like in like uh, Stairway to Heaven, we're supposed to say Satan. Mm-hmm. Like it's just gibberish to Siri. Like she'll just like say it back and it's just like, I don't understand. All I heard was blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, like even this one, which is like a little bit more clear, like even Siri is like that with um this example is yeah well. yeah definitely and like that's fucking modern goddamn technology this yeah. is how from fucking uh fucking uh 2000 a space odyssey and shit but anyways moving on so those are the classical examples of fucking backmasking. and before we move on to more modern versions of it there's actually two different um types of backmasking, if you will there's intentional and unintentional when it's intentional, it's called backmasking. So the one example I went over with you earlier is called with Missy Elliott. Um, you know, Prince, you know, um, at the end of Darling Nikki, and then Slayer where, you know, they put Join Us Backwards. And then I believe you sent me a, a link of uh, a Motorhead song. Yeah, yeah. And, you Those know, are obviously intentional. It's intentional because they're obviously saying something. And that's called backmasking. But when it's unintentional, like most of the ones I've been playing right now, it's called phonetic reversal. So those mm-hmm. are the scientific names for it. 
I did send you one. I don't know if it'll if you're gonna play it. Do you have that tool one on here? Oh yes, I do have that tool one. That's my favorite one. Well, it gets funny like when you get to like the early '90s or whatever. Like when you see like like the trolling of it and whatnot. Uh-huh. But so, anyways, there's um, some more examples. Um, um, so what happens before I get into like the more modern examples is. Uh, Vinyl that like this was a big you you'd get a vinyl you can play it backwards it, with your fingertips but as technology advances you have the advent of like the eight track you have actual you know comp or not compact disc but cassette tapes and then CDs so it becomes a little bit harder like to play things in reverse like it usually just plays one way and you're not really like when you're rewinding a tape you're not going to be able to really hear you know anything backwards unless you have like a thousand dollar studio setup mm-hmm. even early CD players didn't really allow you to you know, listen to anything backwards. You know, they had like a rewind feature, but it would just like fast backwards. It like, so you're not really hearing anything. So this kind of died down during that time of like the rise of like the cassette tape and the CDs. But like once like the internet started popping up with like Napster and whatnot, and then like programs like audacity and you Mm -hmm. know, windows like has like their own like little media thing. Like it started to pick up again because you can easily insert like the MP3 and then flip it. So Let me pull up some modern examples here. First one is by Eminem. God damn it. This is uh, classic Eminem here. (laughs) Can't, he doesn't know this one. Everyone shout out to uh, Postmates. Promo code America for 15% off. I didn't know Eminem had one, let's see. Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> that's what are you like, hearing? What are you hearing? I just hear like zim in now, zim in now. Like, I was hearing cinnamon like before. Like I looked at like what they're they yeah, they're priming it's you to nothing. hear. So go ahead. What is? Okay, so. It's, it's, So you're supposed to hear say, Satan worship the devil. You, no, I'm just kidding. What does it say? This one's a little bit more innocent. It's not talking about Satan per se, but this one's talking about it. Like you're supposed to hear him say, it is slim. It's Eminem. It is slim. It is Eminem. Nah, I don't hear it. I could see, you know, if you didn't know that his name was Eminem, mm-hmm. then you probably wouldn't hear anything. It just sounds like a delicious recipe for some cookies. Yeah. Cinnamon. I don't hear anything. <laughs> Zim-in-im. Yeah. Zim-in-im. All right, so the next one is um, by Britney Spears. Now, before I play this clip, this is like her mo- the most famous clip, I guess you could say, like on the internet. I guess she has a lot of these, I guess you can say, like toxic. Like it's all very like sexually persuasive. Like yeah. it's very like, hey, you know, you are fat, I am sexy. Like, hey, fuck me, da da da. Like a lot of this stuff. Uh-huh. And my my response to it is just like, well, why would they insert it backwards like that message when? 90% of the songs are talking about that anyways. Like yeah, forward. it's you know? extremely sexual. Yeah. And it wasn't your first sexual experience to a Britney Spears video? Um, it was my first erection, yes. <laughs> it was for, um, what song was it? This song? No, it was 
not that song. She has another one. It was on a soundtrack. So what do you said? Satan? (laughs) (laughs) No, I heard nothing. Okay. So apparently it's supposed to say sleep with me. I'm not too young. So baby, one more time. She (laughs) sang it and recorded when she was 15. I believe the most that famous video you're seeing, I guess she was 16 when it came out. Uh And I guess it pissed off a lot of parents because she's in a sexy school girl. Alfred Art over here um, has told me multiple times. Maybe not on wax, but sometimes on wax. That this was his first masturbation experience. It wasn't that song. I'm trying to find out what I'm. I'm. I'm actually on her Instagram right now, <laughs> or, or whatever this is. What is this? Uh, Wikipedia. Wiki- no, this is uh, her Apple Music. Okay. It was a popular song, and it definitely had a music video, but I can't remember. It's not that song. Toxic. No, to- I was already in high school for Toxic. Um. Crazy? It. Crazy! Yeah. That's the one. Dude, your eyes lit up so hard. Crazy. Yes, that is the one. Why is my table moving, sir? <laughs> Crazy <laughs> is definitely the song, yes. That was also, too, where like the rumors like of her having breast implants came into effect, too, because like she had like some push-up bra on or something like that. Maybe, man. That's bringing back some good memories. Her you fucking... drive me crazy. Oh, shit. <laughs> is that what you're going to play when you go run home today? <laughs> Thinking of you keeps me up all night. Is that yeah, what you said? Yeah, it is. Uh, kept me up that night. So. <laughs> Get something up. But anyways, let's hear it again and see if you can hear that sleep with me. I'm not too young. No, I still hear a bunch of gibberish, man. Okay. <laughs> I do too. Again, <laughs> I do too. I mean, I can see how somebody might be able to contrive that. You but can kind of hear like, and it's like, oh yeah, that sounds like sleep with me. I'm not too young. Okay. <laughs> and then there's other examples too, like High School Musical, Gwen Stefani, the Jonas Brothers. Oh, I want to hear a High School Musical. That one has been taken down. Like oh, I had it on the dang. playlist. So what's funny about these, a lot of these get taken down by like whoever like owns yeah. the publishing rights we should, to it. Is Jonas Brothers on there? Yeah, the Jonas Brothers well, on there. Do, I do had you have it? Oh. I had it on the list and it got oh, taken dang. down. That would have been cool because um, we're not sure yet. They're big Jonas Brothers fans, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I'll try to find it for that episode okay. next week. But um, yeah, that's why I'm like, you'll hear like a lot of dead air right now because I'm like uh, making sure like these songs are no, still up good, or whatever. Man. But um. Yeah, I guess like Rihanna has a bunch, like, and they're they repackage this as as opposed to being called backmasking. Okay, so this Rihanna thing is like maybe that deserves its own episode, and just like the Illuminati in general yeah. deserve its own episode. But this that I feel like is more of a modern take on the on you know an old flavor, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of it is like oh the musicians are trying to convert like Jay Z like. Yeah. Okay. So I listened to the. We talked about this. I don't know if you have it on there, the Jay Z one, Lucifer. So I took it off. I um I listened to it and I was like, this is a bunch of gibberish. And then I found another one, and it said it had like him saying them, murder, murder, Jesus. Is that the six, one? You're, six, six, six. So, like so murder, murder is from the song itself, where mm-hmm. he's just saying, "I'm from the murder capital, where we murder for capital." So they just took the two murders, and then also like um the same in that same song he says like. Jesus, please forgive them. Like that's mm. that's. So they took those two things and they just merged it into one and made it sound like it came like from yeah. Backmask, even though it's not. That's yeah. I listened to the entire song backwards as I'm getting ready to go to Disneyland, and my girlfriend's like, "What the fuck are you listening to?" It was just like practicing Aleister Crowley's Black Magic Number Four. I even listened to the Baby Shark song backwards. 
Was that on your list? No, I, I didn't even that. know that was that. Yeah, on that that's on there. I'd heard nothing. It's it sounds creepy though. I want to use it. But yeah, with that, like to go off the Jay Z thing, like it was just a technique by Danger Mouse because the song is called Lucifer Nine. Because mm-hmm. doesn't Jay Z on the Black Album have a song called Lucifer? Uh, yeah. So you're referring to in the Black Album, and then he did the Gray Album where gray he album. merged the Beatles and and uh the black album the black album the the white white album album. the black album he merged them together and he did that so he combined revolution number nine and that um and uh and lucifer so that when he did that because you're absolutely right when i did like my due diligence and research i looked it up and it just it's just a little production technique kind of like what we were talking about with like the machiavelli album where Mm -hmm. suge like inserted like all these like samples and back masks as well and hidden messages or whatever just to fuel like the east coast west coast theory or beef at that time like it's it's just danger mouse like put like you said like taking samples of murder murder and then it like you can tell it's like an obvious like cut and paste like yeah. a very bad cut and paste if you will yeah jesus and then six and just jay-z yeah. who probably just said like six billion on the, one song yeah. and then six 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 and then it reverses it yeah. And like I'm like oh because he's parodying like the theory about backmasking because anything that has to do with the devil like it's just it's uh, an artistic flair. You, you just know. brought back some good memories from high school, man. Like mm-hmm. that was such the gray album. Mm-hmm. I that was wish, genius. Actually. I wish they would release that on vinyl. Like that's so hard to find now. It's not mm-hmm. obviously not on Apple Music. It's technically not a real album. Yeah, but. God damn, I gotta find that out. Someone has to print it on wax illegally, but I'll still buy it, man. I'll if you pay- got that, make sure you send us a, um, send an email. Send me a link. I'll pay you $60 for that. Yeah, send us an email at Art and Jacob Do America, because <laughs> I do want that too. Send us two copies. Great album. Or if you could just send us one, Art and I will share. We'll just keep it at his house. Yeah, I oh, love it. <laughs> but another one that I thought was funny, and thank God it's on here. I was looking for it right now, is Justin Bieber's Baby. Oh, this I never heard. I saw it on the list, but I didn't. I never heard this. And there's another goddamn ad. Uh, I remember. Do you remember that girl Brittany we used to work with at Target? No. Uh, she her boyfriend was a big Justin Bieber fan, <laughs> and he'd be like, "People talk shit about Justin Bieber, but his beats are hard as fuck." I hate it when people say that because it's like he's not making the beat; the producer is. Yeah, and still, it's still like wussy as hell. So yeah. Well, the only song that gets away with that is Pony. Pony, no, that no, 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 no. Pony is a fucking musical masterpiece. Uh, it's got those burps. If, 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 the fro- if a frog burp could make you horny, burp. that's fucking genius. That's musical genius right there, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anyways, Justin Bieber, baby, an Illuminati song. I don't remember this one. Not a Bieber fan. Oh, baby. That's okay. I remember it. Now, now listen, I will play parts of the hit song, Baby, and backwards and listen to hear the evil message. Regular. Down, down, down. And I just can't believe my first love won't be it's a pretty hard beat. Now backwards. I think that was his telephone number he just said back. <laughs> um, no, I don't hear anything, but I will say this. He sounds like a child in that song. He was he a child. He sounds like he's like nine years old in that song. I think he was, actually. People were like trying to sexualize him. So basically he said, hell yeah, my N-words. We're going to bomb these banks soon, bro. That's what he's saying. So let me see if you hear that real quick. Okay. Backwards. 
bomb these banks. Satanic world order. Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> so apparently we were talking about the satanic world order. Hell yeah, my N-words. We're going to bomb these banks, bro. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, and then there's, I guess the whole song is like an Illuminati conspiracy. So here's message two. Okay, th- that is th- the worst one we've heard so far. What did he- people hear in that? The sea of bodies dead. <laughs> the stinking shit. Hell yeah, I am fresh. <laughs> Go ahead and play that again. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm sitting there reading the words as it's popping up, and I'm still not hearing that. Like maybe shit. The sea of body. <laughs> All right, that is just somebody with way too much time on their hands. Exactly. And finally, the last example of "Baby" by Justin Bieber. Baby, This is, sounds so dated. God damn, that sounds like it was from the fucking early nineties. He's saying, "Let me in, let yeah, me in." That's exactly what that one is. Really? Yeah, but that I do hear. I do hear that. Yeah, I do hear. Let me in. Oh, I basically what he's he's saying here is, oh, I'm the evil one. I agree with that. Okay, um, war, war, war. Let me in. Let me in. So I, I do hear the let me in. That I do hear. That's actually the first one I've. The evil one. So unless that fucking one's pretty interesting actually. So That's, unless he's fucking Bray Wyatt, the fiend Bray Wyatt, like uh, let me in, or a vampire, like uh-huh. I, it's just one of those things like where it's like a talk that that yak back toy I was talking yeah. about, where just phonetically, it's saying that, but like it doesn't make any sense. Like I'm the evil one, and then it proceeds to say new shirts. Apparently, war. Let me in. Let me in. Like that doesn't even make sense. Like mm. as a fucking like if you're gonna send out an evil message, let who in? Let the UPS in. Let fucking DoorDash in. Yeah. Let Caveman Coffee in with promo code <laughs> America for fifteen percent off. Like what? What are you talking about? Yeah. Let Justin Bieber in. That fucking sweet Canadian. That's yeah. that's a pretty interesting one though. I, I will say that of all the ones we've listened to today, that's the first one that actually sounds like something. Okay. There you go. Um, but anyways, um, there's other examples too. Um, I guess the Barney theme song has like a backmass message in it, like where it's talking about like Barney sleeps with us and whatnot. 
And obviously that gets taken down because that's super pedophilia. Oh, damn. And then Popeye's um, theme. I did the- listen to Popeye's, so I I don't remember what he was saying. Not but- the delicious chicken, by the way, but the cartoon oh. character. <laughs> Go ahead and play it. You want to hear that one? Yeah, okay. I want to hear that one. Popeye. Because I heard it and I remember thinking, like, this is nothing. I smoke marijuana. Did I hope it's Hail Satan. Six six six. Why Biffs and I bought them and always outrubs them, but none of them gets nowhere. Uh, <laughs> Basically, what he's saying is, "Give me a fuck now." Laughs about it. I'm horny. Give me a fuck now. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you're hearing or not. That I didn't hear that. Although I did hear it once you pointed it out to me, but no, I don't really hear anything in that one. Give him a fuck now. The only reason that this is popular at all because that the fuck now actually sounds like something, but everything else is just gibberish. Just like fuck now. There's people in like fucking middle America that are named fuck now. <laughs> what are those people called? Cambodians. Cambodians. <laughs> And then Dora, I guess it says like Hail Satan. Oh, I want to hear this one. I, I, you put this on the list, but I didn't. I, oh, damn! This is the song. No, it's like it's for a Google phone. Oh, that's, sorry, that's everybody. A pretty, that's a pretty funky bass. I know, right, Dora? I did. I will say that for the new Dora, the Explorer movie, they made her like way too sexualized. Hail Satan. Oh, wait, maybe I did listen to this. So it starts off with saying, Hail Satan, apparently. I, okay, the, I do remember, I think, so I think you might have sent me this one, because I, mm-hmm. I listened to this one, and I do hear the line them up, but line everything up. else I don't I don't hear, it's just no gibberish. It's like random words, like, why keep your sweaters up? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, come on, scrub, 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 scrub. We're, hell yeah, we're eating poop. Line them up. Sounds right. Grab your happy bag. Hail Satan. Ha ha ha. Okay, so I'm going to replay it and let me see if you hear any of that, okay? Uh, I don't hear anything except for the line them up, but I feel like that's, you know, that whole like phonetic reversal. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyways, um, that's like in our children's thing, and it's a part of a YouTube series called fucking uh, Illuminati songs. It's, it's like it's it's weird. <laughs> oh, so it's legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, to close this out, um, you're right. Yeah, Tool. Like they actually did a song called Intention. Um, you know, it basically says, you know, hey, listen to your mother. Your <laughs> father was your right. Stay, stay in school. school. <laughs> like it's so crazy because he says it creepy or whatever. Yeah. And then I believe it's on the album Ten Thousand Days. Yeah. Um. And and it does sound creepy because it's a very solemn album. But like anybody that knows Maynard, like he always injects a little bit of humor into. There's his always songs. jokes in there. Yeah. Pink Floyd did it too with Empty Spaces. Um. Off of the wall. Where it says, congratulations, you found the hidden message. Send all your coupons to Pink, you know, the, the fictional character mm-hmm. or whatnot. Um, the Simpsons actually did it with um, Yvonne et Niage on an episode where it's like basically Bart joins a boy band and they sing this popular song called Yvonne et Niage, where Lisa, of course, finds it and it actually uh-huh. is a hidden message that says, join the Navy or whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, Soundgarden did another one called um, 665, where it's saying... <laughs> hail santa like just giving praise to santa and it's supposed to sound like satan you know like just to see if like they can you know get some of that like um it's a very smart marketing tool just to see if they can get you know recognition for having like a back max message yeah, yeah. and have people think if they're saying something about satan um weird al yankovich did one um called the nature trail and then remember larry where like one of them he says like Hey, if you're if you're hearing this, you have way too much time on your hands. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, he says like backwards, where he says Satan loves cheese whiz. <laughs> <laughs> and then actually, an actual Christian group did an intentional one too, like trolling, you know, the industry. Um, it's called, called the Judas Kiss, where they say basically like, Hey, why are you looking for Satan when you should be looking for Christ? Which I totally agree. With. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean. It's ridiculous. And then, like, their actual page, I guess, had, like, a bunch of examples of actual Christian artists with supposed back mass messages. And they basically said as well, they're like, I mean, you can, if you look for the devil, you're going to find him. And, like, it's all these, like, very popular contemporary Christian songs. You put them backwards and you're finding fucking Hail Satan in there or Satan is King and all this bullshit. Yeah. And it's just like, no, like, that's, it's not real, you know? Yeah. Well, I think. You know, we're looking for it in Door of the Explorer theme song, so it's like... Come on now. Yeah. A and little then, bit of an eye roll on that one. And to, like, you know, the conservative Christian's credit, like, they make a compelling argument when they say, like, okay, maybe the artist didn't intentionally put, meant to put that in there, but maybe, you know, the work of the devil. Like, maybe, you know, this is, you know, the devil, you know, inspiring these artists to sing it a certain way or the producer to engineer it a certain way to make the phonetics of it happen. And I'm like, yeah, maybe because, you know, growing that's up, a, in a, that's a big maybe. So this is kind of where we we always split. I don't believe it, but it's like one of those arguments where it's just like, you know what? I don't agree with you, but I can kind of, if if that's true because nobody alive can really confirm or deny this, in my opinion. But like what we were taught as you know, growing up, you know, religiously, is that you know Satan was in charge of all of the music in heaven, and that you know no one has been a better musician. That's why you always get like Robert um, Johnson, like he sold his soul to the devil, you know, because the devil was the best guitar player and the devil transferred his talents to Robert Johnson so that, you know, he can be the best guitar player because they won at the crossroads, you know, a a guitar battle or whatnot if he gave him his soul. Um, You saw that too, like Steve Vai, like all these like crazy, like, you know, stories about that because, you know, the devil is supposedly like was in charge of all the music in heaven. 
And now he's using that tool, you know, to win people over, you know, to his side, you know, yeah. with fucking Stairway to Heaven and Dora the Explorer and fucking Popeye the Sailor Man and whatnot. Yeah. So to me, like, I don't believe that theory, but it's one of those things, like I said at the beginning of the episode, where it's just like, I guess, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and uh, vouch the <laughs> devil on this one <laughs> and just say that, no, this is people. I do think that this is people looking for something where there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. And you can find it. You know, we talked about Stanley Kubrick and people go deep with Stanley Kubrick things. You know, he's been uh, tied to the moon landing. He's been tied that if you play every one of his movies in backwards order, like they sync up at certain points and create yeah. images. And it's like. Or even, or even like the most one of the most famous ones too as well is um, the Wizard of Oz and um, Dark Side of the Moon that they sync up. Yeah, yeah, and they do kind of sync up. They but, do, yeah. That is creepy, but but um, I think a lot of it is like you know you can look for patterns in clouds all the time and find it if you want to. Um, and I do think that a lot of it is the human mind. We talked about like things like ghosts and things like that, where it's like mm-hmm. you know people like you know sometimes the brain will just try to create things when it's like it's it's maybe there's nothing there but the human mind likes to put it together just to create to create order and chaos you know so it's like i don't know i I think that that's a lot of what we're what we're finding obviously the complete the ones that are just obviously that's something there like the tool one or Mm -hmm. the motorhead one those are obviously there so because they intentionally did that and iron maiden did it as well because iron maiden you know after you know number of the beast um they got a lot of flack from the conservative Christian right saying that, Oh, you know, they're a devil worshiping band. And I mean, like in every metal band, like in the eighties, like that was the thing to do. Like now how rappers are like all of a sudden, like all emo and shit and depressed and fucking, mm-hmm. you know, taking Xanax and all this shit. Like that was a cool thing to do. Like that imagery was popular in the eighties. Why it was popular? Probably because it was riling up the people they wanted to rile up. And mm-hmm. if it pisses off your parents, of course, kids are going to buy this music. Does Tom Mariah subscribe to a satanic lifestyle? No, he's a fucking actual like hardcore like Catholic. Like a lot of those artists are. Um, Chris Jericho is a good example of it. Like he listens to all that music, and Chris Jericho is like a hardcore Christian. Like even the band Striper, um, the bass player, I believe. Like he is. I mean, they're a Christian band, but he was like, hell yeah! Like I was listening to all that shit like concurrently during that time. Is just like you know all the Slayer, like all the Iron Maidens, all the Judas Priest. Even Judas Priest got um put uh, taken to court over it because there was a message saying do it or something like that to that effect and they even said it like in court he was like well do what like what am i telling you to do he goes it was just one of those things like as an artist you're always looking for you know different means to aesthetically make the song better or whatever and he goes at that point like hey we accidentally hit the recorder backwards and that sound sounded cool when i said do it like hey uh, play the song you know do it and it sounded cool when we put it in reverse so i said hey fuck it leave it onto the song it sounds cool do what even because two kids interpreted it as like oh go commit suicide no that that thought was already in those kids head mm-hmm. he goes if we were going to put anything in those kids heads it's like hey buy more of our records like if we were going to actually put like hidden messages and yeah, shit, yeah you know like it, it's it's funny like, like like you said the human mind like what it wants to perceive basically mm-hmm. and i quoted marilyn manson you know where he's talking about like people were protesting his concerts now i'm not a big fan of marilyn manson just because i just don't dig his music but like he did make a good point where he's just like no this song was actually talking about something totally different 
if you're fucking finding, you know, devil worship in this p- particular song or, or whatnot, like that was already in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's, that's, I agree with that. I think that a lot of people, you know, what's the Illuminati channel? Yeah. Like the Illuminati channel is always going to find Illuminati everywhere he looks. Mm-hmm. Like there is a difference between mathematics and numerology. And I think a lot of times people will mistake the two. Mm-hmm. And so, like you know, if you're looking for the number thirty-three everywhere you look, you're gonna find the number thirty-three everywhere you look. I mean, or, or seven in regards to Tupac. <laughs> yeah, you can find it. You can find it anywhere. Like you can you can find witchcraft, so signs of witchcraft, or signs of the Illuminati, signs of the occult, signs of people saying Satan backwards or forwards or whatever. You know, you can find that everywhere. You know, like that doesn't mean it's really there, but you can find it. That's the difference between mathematics and numerology. That mm-hmm. you know, one is a science and the other one is like fucking bullshit that the human yeah. mind can create so um it's still interesting because the human mind fills in so many blanks um but at the same time like you know you got to be careful with with a hard science versus like what you wish were there so a hopeful science yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yeah dude like it, it, i feel like we could talk forever about this but it's yeah. just at the same time what i would say too is just like if our minds are so clever to find evil where there probably isn't and if there is like it's very minuscule like Again, like I said, like some of these songs that well, I was going to well, put not, on there. Not just evil, but like. I'll negativity. Give, I'll give you an example of, you know, there's there's a lady one time was doing the story about how Michael Jackson saved her life. Like she was at a like a point where she was about to go commit suicide. And this Michael Jackson song came out and she thought it was speaking to her. And she ended up like not killing herself. And like she became like this hardcore Christian kind of thing. You know, it's like yeah. I guarantee that that song was not written for that you know some michael jackson stars written about that girl that was having a miscarriage kind of thing you know? yeah like it, what you're looking for you're gonna find it if you're already going down these negative roads you, you're probably gonna find it if you're looking for positivity i remember head from corn talked about when he heard that nine chanel song had like a hole he mm-hmm. was like oh it's speaking to me like i need to go to church and do that not what the song's intended for but that's what he found in it he found what he was looking for in it you know yeah. like you're going to find those. If you're looking for negativity in, in music, you're going to find negativity in music. Uh, I've always talked about how, like, although I, I listened, to, I was a big Marilyn Manson fan. I was a big Corn fan. I was listening to all these bands like Slipknot and things like that, things that were pretty brutal and relatively negative. Um, but I, I still always found the positivity in it. Like, that's what I was looking for. I talked about how, like, you know, music to me is something that didn't scream at me. It kind of screamed with me. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I always looked for that aspect of it you know it was a very comforting thing where like maybe things around me weren't that comforting another example too would be like metallica's like uh fade the black that's basically a song about getting ready to commit suicide and i've listened to that song probably it's probably the 10 top 10 songs i've heard throughout my life i've played it a million times and not once has that inspired me to commit suicide out of even in my darkest moments like that was not a song that popped up in my head at all because the message I got from that was just like, okay, here's somebody that wants to do it. But then, you know, once you get into the musical part of it, it's like, oh, they see the light in life and they don't do it because the next song talks about, you know, something totally different. So yeah. like the sequence of songs on that album brings you out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, yeah, I know we all deal with fucked up shit, but boom, here's another song. This fucking, you know, like, oh, get your mind off of that. Like, hey, like we all, you know, comforts you. Like you said, it yells with yeah. you. Again, like I was saying, like if you're finding negativity like in things, if, if we're so smart to do that, like find negativity where maybe it might not be or if it is there just minusculely, like why not look for the positive in things? You know, there's a famous example of um, this nun 
where like she never said a negative thing about anybody like and then like everybody would try to jam her up about um about that you know they would find like you know rapists and murderers and whatnot and there was this like really horrible guy like within the city like he just just all of the but a pedophile fucking probably killed he was probably the one that killed um jeffrey epstein (laughs) whatever (laughs) just everything dude and um they're like there's no way that you can find anything positive to say about this person she goes you know what he can whistle like an angel and like i feel like that's that story is always like um stood out to me it's just like yeah even the most shittiest people like there's gonna be some kind of good in there you know i believe you you and i and keith had uh, a conversation after one of the podcasts we recorded like yeah we're not all inherently evil or good but like there's gonna be good and bad in all of us yeah i mean we're human i mean it's a, it's a flawed animal oh yeah and like a lot of things like, you know one of the things that i was just thinking about the other day is like um like just the idea of us eating eating meat in general was like it it kind of fucks with me sometimes because i think like well it's it's normal it's normal to eat meat but at the same time like god damn it's like so terrible like our meat industry is fucking terrible like mm. we can survive without meat and we could go pescatarian and just survive off fish if you needed the protein or something like that you know and like it's but the way that our meat industry is set up is like we're we're pretty bad and we're all feeding into the machine yeah and so like i was i was like man it, it's it sucks because i wish i could go vegetarian or something like that or whatever mm-hmm. but like like i i feel like you know like you can have you can have like the nicest person ever and like still eat meat and i Eats wouldn't call junior big call yeah, i yeah. wouldn't think that they're a bad person but i do think that that's something that you know like there's always like that one thing that's like you know you can go to a you can you can look at things with with like depending on what perspective you're looking at things so and so is evil mm-hmm. like i could see how someone from PETA would be like anyone that eats meat is evil and i could be like okay yeah that's your point of view and i totally respect that and then like you know but like this priest or whatever that's been like grew up on meat their whole life i wouldn't mm-hmm. think you know like that's their perspective on things and and i get that i think that there's multiple perspectives and i think we have to understand that we're all coming from different backgrounds and different Correct. cultures and you know what's evil to one person isn't necessarily evil to another Innocent, person yeah. yeah um one example of this is too is like i i listen to a lot of different podcasts like i don't I don't believe in living in an echo chamber, like where it's just like everything's liberal and, you know, cause I'm, a, I consider myself, you know, very progressive person. You know, I don't agree with a lot of stuff that's going on politically on my political spectrum, but like, I always like to get like a full spectrum of perspective, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and to, you know, to go on the whole meat thing is just like, yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'll listen to the podcast that talks about like, well, they're all vegan and whatnot because they care about animals. I think we all do. Like I've, I care about animals more than I care about people. Like I'm on record as saying that. But it's just like, okay, I respect hunters at the same time because they're actually humanely killing an animal. They're actually, you know, doing population control. Like, they're actually, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, even that, though, I would say, like, I respect some hunters. Like Some, yes. There's, but then there's assholes that, like, you know, go on their ATV and, like, shoot hogs, like, you know, with BB guns and shit. Like, yeah. That's, and some of the animals that they're killing, it's like, that's not even an animal that you would want to eat anyways. Correct, yeah. But, you know, for the most part, part the purest you know and <laughs> and then even then i would say like you got to be like so careful because i would like besides like native americans like you could just eat a chicken <laughs> like <laughs> yeah like i don't know sorry but yeah but, like but but i get i get what you're saying though like when you look at the, like the meat industry like that's that's fucking evil like as someone that cares for human but i'm still gonna go to carl's jr i'm still gonna go buy tacos you know yeah. you know like i'm i'm still gonna do that but like i would like to think that like okay like ho- like i would like to support 
places that humanely, you know, raise and, you know, kill animals. And it just goes all into the thing. Like, what do we perceive as evil and what do we perceive as good, you know? Yeah, I agree. So recently, like, you know, our friend Ben and I, we went to San Diego and we were talking to one of Ben's friends there. We were talking about, like, this pescatarian life in general. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense because it's like, I do think that the human body does need, like, meat protein. Oh, and, no, yeah, that's scientifically, and, yeah. And But I I do think that the level that we're putting it into right now, it's, like, not that level. Like, I think right now we're putting way too much meat protein and, like, red meats that aren't really healthy. Mm-hmm. And, like, our human body kind of rejects it in general. Where it's like, that's probably not the kind of meat you should be putting in me kind of thing. And not only that, like, <laughs> the, the red meat industry, like, they they do it as cheaply as possible. So they raise cows like on grains and corns and then finish them off with that. Even chicken, like that chicken, chickens are raised like a baby chick from like adulthood. It it should take you a couple of months, which now it's taking like a couple of weeks to to get a full. And like you're raising sick animals, like, and you're putting a sick animal into your body. Whereas like, you know, if it's supposed to eat what it's supposed to eat, it's going to cost a lot more, obviously. But like that feeds into the whole evil versus good thing, you know, like, I, I, dude, we can go back and forth on this all day, but like, you're absolutely right though. It's just like, if you find good in something, I mean, if you find evil in something, I'm sure you can find a good in it as well. You know, like it's just the whole overarching, overarching narrative. I want to spread on this episode. So you got anything else, man? Nah, I mean, I'll probably insert a couple more samples because I'm getting fucking sick and tired of YouTube's abs on here. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. And speaking of YouTube, make sure you fucking subscribe to our YouTube channel where you'll watch us record these things um, live. And then, hey, for your own personal enjoyment, I mean, I'm about to buy a new TV here soon, waiting for Black Friday. And almost every TV has a fucking YouTube app on it. So you can just sit there and watch me and Art and fucking 1080p HD on a Sunday afternoon. Should get like a fucking plasma recording system something <laughs> anyways um yeah <laughs> that's when you subscribe to the patreon speaking of things you should do you should go to cavemancoffee.com type in america at checkout they have pumpkin spice if you're Ooh, into I that shit that. oh man i wish i wish i could fuck with the pumpkin spice i do have a, a, a pumpkin spice creamer that i've been adding to my uh decaf coffee but um we white girl as fuck over here we need to we need to do you know what I, it's okay i wanted to see their taste on it i'm not really big onto pumpkin spice i just bought it because i was like tis the season kind of thing yeah i'm really get, getting a little tired of it because i'd rather have the the butter that they have the mm. cocoa butter it tastes mm. delicious it tastes mm. almost as good as fucking uh ghirardelli's <laughs> um but i fucking i fucking love it i fucks with it man so go to caveman coffee dot com check out their merch check out everything they got they got mugs they got coffee they got the nitro cold brew mm. that's what jacob has right Which here i up. will send you if i've already sent a couple of cans out to select individuals who share our posts who share who tell their mamas and their boo-boos too if you will mm-hmm. and if you subscribe to the patreon um all throughout the month of november you know i'll send you a foot turkey if you want if you're like nicole smith botch hey i didn't botch it that time mm-hmm. that dime piece um you know, I'll offer it to you, but I'll also send you a caveman coffee nitro cold brew because as you can see right now, I have about 12 left right now from the 69 that I had previously. Wow. So yeah, make sure you share all of our posts, all of our videos if you can. And if I see that effort being uh, put out there, I will reward that with a nitro cold brew from caveman coffee. Also go to fightbackcvd.com. Yes. And type in America for 10% off. You know, that's just a great product in general. Yeah, that, that like if you're having trouble sleeping at night, I recommend you know the nighttime formula. 
does the trick. Like, it's not like a Benadryl where you're going to fucking just knock out and be all sluggish the next day. It's not like a sleeping pill where you're going to be half drunk the next day and whatnot. No, it's just it's just good shit from the Lord. They just put in, like, your coffee. You put it in, uh, you know, some hot cocoa. It's starting to get cold outside. You can put it in some caveman coffee, if you will, or some decaf because you're trying to go to bed. Put that on there. And if you don't want to go to bed, they also sell the uh, non-lavender infused one. That's the one I take in the morning. But I should have taken some last night, dude. I couldn't fall asleep. I I fell asleep on the couch, and then I couldn't go to sleep once I got to my bed. I'm like, oh, what? I hate that shit, dude. What the fuck, man? Like A more comfortable environment you couldn't go to sleep in. Yeah. Yeah, same uh, here, bro. like, what the fuck? Same here. But anyways, guys, um, make sure you follow us on everything on social media. Go to our website. Everything's Art and Jacob Do America, uh, except for Twitter. It's Art and Jacob Do A1 for fucking some reason out there. So think of fucking steaks and sauces, if you will. And shit, I don't got anything else. No, just uh, Terry Mommy Booby 2, Shout out Elizabeth Jackson, Shout out Elizabeth Warren. We got some more top. Uh, dude, I got some crazy ideas for next year oh, I wanna, that I want to wait son. for. son. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Make sure you're telling your mom's new boobs too. So with that said, everybody, have a beautiful night and subscribe. Good night. Otto, what are you doing? I don't know. I just got an urge to join the Navy. You're being brainwashed. Yeah, probably. Ivanette Niage.